in you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Welcome back to the Hackberry House, a daily podcast devoted to the Word of God and the persecuted church. My name is Bob, and this is podcast number 280. It is September 20, 2015. Today, some North Korea stories from my book, Hackberry House, Volume 1, Two Years with North Korea. You can get that for yourself. Use it as a daily devotional just about all year long. There's over 300 entries. Just go to Amazon.com and put my name in there. Well, who are they? They come over the border from their depressed land into a land of relative plenty. They come without permission. They get fake IDs. They mingle with the population, trying to eke out an existence. They'll work for almost any amount. So they take jobs from the nationals. They get benefits that some nationals cannot get. Some are desperate and begin to commit crimes. Technically, they are illegal. But many people tend to overlook the fact And they allow them to stay on to meet the needs of their adopted nation. In some cases, they're rounded up and sent back. Well, who am I talking about? Why, any number of people groups fit that description, don't don't they? Do all of these groups fit into your thinking as equally worthy of help? Mexicans here in the United States? Hmm? Koreans? North Koreans in China. What do you think about illegal immigration? Where do you draw the line? Where should a nation draw the line? How desperate does one have to be to break another nation's rules, to steal, to kill? What would you do if you had little money and little prospects, believer? Would you pray? Or would you finally have to do something if nothing was happening in your prayer? You had no money, no prospects. And if you're single, or if you were married, what if you were a parent of three or of ten? Well, the answer seems to change with every new question. I suppose the bottom line is we don't know how we'll react when the bottom drops out. I personally can't answer all the questions regarding myself or or my Mexican unregistered friends. I used to think I could. But for one people group, I have decided to answer. One, I say, uh, well, for one of them, I just say, hang the rules and, and those who made them. For one, I say, if it's all possible, get out of there. Go wherever you can, however you can. That nation is North Korea. May God help his people to respond to those who flee or those who stay. Yes, some have decided to stay. They want to give the gospel to their fellows. For one, many of his precious children, the born-again variety, are in there. They fit the description of believers in prison, whether they go to jail or not. Then there are many who will love Jesus When Jesus, in the person of his people, comes in and ministers. Have you prayed for a North Korean today? 
Well, let me move on to another article in the book. It's called Today Pyongyang, Tomorrow the World. And I don't mean to imply that the present leader of North Korea is one day going to rule the world. I do mean to say that if you want to know what tomorrow's world is going to look like, take a hard look at today's North Korea. The Bible describes a situation that mirrors the northern part of that hermit kingdom. Uh, an all-powerful ruler who takes himself so seriously as to demand unquestioned allegiance, even worship. People unable to eat or do any business without the expressed permission of the dictator. A place where rich and poor, uh, those words are decided by the top man. A land where the creator is not welcome, nor any of his children where worship of another god is a crime against the state, punishable by any number of horrible things. You can probably see other analogies. The North Korean government has one other thing in common with the coming man of sin. Like it or not, their Christian subjects will receive help. God will always find a way to get his people inside those pits of human hells to deliver comfort and aid. That puts the whole Korean crisis in a different light. Well, for me, it may sound crass to suggest it, but there's no better way to invest in one's future than to be a blessing to one who is now suffering for Christ. The adage, what goes around comes around, is not in the Bible, but give and it shall be given to you, that's in the Bible. What help Really, will a 401k or a trust fund, a CD, an insurance policy, what, what help is that going to be when the world's falling apart and a man rises to enslave the world? Why don't we give to the suffering while it is day? Because the night is coming. Amen? Yeah. Well, in Seoul, South Korea, this news article many years ago, some 120 inmates escaped from a political concentration camp in northeastern North Korea several months ago. Now, that would be several years ago now. In an unprecedented prison break, news reports said on Tuesday, the prisoners escaped from Hwasang Camp in North Hamgyang, a province close to the Chinese and Russian borders, in December, and the Dong'a Libo, Ilbo, I'm sorry, Dong'a Ilbo newspaper reported Wednesday on that. Well, Daily NK, a Seoul-based internet news site focusing on North Korea, also carried a similar report on Tuesday. So it was a real deal. Both reports cited multiple unnamed sources in North Korea. An official at South Korea's Unification Ministry which deals with North Korean affairs, said he was unable to confirm the reports but questioned their reliability. The official spoke on customary condition of anonymity. News leaked from the reclusive North, which shuns outside access. It's usually hard to confirm. The Daily NK report said the area was put in a state of emergency after the prison break, calling it unprecedented. North Korean authorities have since tightened inspections at Hwasong and adjacent cities to catch the fugitives, of whom 21 have so far been caught, 
the report said. So far, 21 prisoners have been caught, most of whom were found in China and sent back to, to the North Korean Empire after failed attempts to defect to South Korea. The Hwasong prison camp, which is located deep inside a mountain and encircled by high wire fences, holds about 10,000 prisoners. The escape seemed to have been carefully planned with outside help, since the escapees drove off in a vehicle waiting outside the prison, according to the report. Between 150,000 and 200,000 people are believed held in prison camps in the communist north for political reasons, which includes being a Christian, by the way. Separately, Daily NK reported Sunday that 20 North Korean guards along the border with China had fled the country to avoid arrest for allegedly helping North Korean defectors cross the border. The guards had fled to China, where the North sent intelligence officials to capture them, the report said. Hundreds of North Koreans leave the country every year to escape poverty and political repression, usually through China. Defectors in South Korea say they usually bribe border guards to cross the border. So there's another little piece of your for information for you. I'm giving you several pieces in this book, 300 plus actually. By the way, that was copied from a February 2007 story on nkmissions.com. So that's getting pretty old, but you know it's not old because these things continue to happen. Well, let's talk about a woman's paradise. A woman's paradise, North Korea, yeah. Any ladies out there listening today want to move to North Korea? The following is from the Korea Today website, a propaganda piece in English put out by the NK government. Here, the dear leader, this was Kim Jong-il, praises and encourages the country's women, failing to tell of the women who do not make it by his standard and are placed in his torture work camps for re-education. He says, as a chariot fails to move with only one wheel, so human society can hardly develop with the strength of the men alone. The women are obliged to turn one of the wheels of the revolutionary chariot. That's what President Kim Il-sung used to say. The Korean women have now become a powerful force for revolution and construction, retaining their integrity as the flower of everyday life, flower of the nation, and flower of the era. Uh, unreported here, those who must get out of North Korea or die, and who are then often sold into a life of slavery in Big Brother China. That's the women uh, he's talking about. During the, as he says, the arduous march and the forced march, the Korean women were compelled to bear a great burden for lack of food, power, and fuel. They were often seen spooning their own small portions of food out to their husbands and children, wearing a smile on their faces. Yet their devotion was not limited to their own families. They shared with their neighbors whatever they had, even a grainful, a handful of grain, adopted orphaned children, married disabled soldiers, and looked after helpless old people. The Korean women were scrupulous in keeping harmony in and out of their families. Now, here again, omitted is the story of the 
arduous march of thousands upon thousands of North Koreans who yearly take the trek out of his paradise, willing even to risk death to get out. They lose their families and everything that's precious to a woman because of Kim's desire to have a great military. Um, on with the uh, other quotation of the world, Marathon Queen Jong Song-ok, that's the wife, demonstrated to the whole world how strong the Korean women were spiritually and physically. Hyun Young-ra, doctor of science, spent all her youthful years working on a scientific research task, and labor heroine Pat Ok-hui from Chagang province created a paradigm of the double and three-crop farming. There are many such examples found among the Korean women. Some raised scores of pigs uh, year after year, sent them to all, all to the workers at socialist construction sites. Others carried out steady production by supplying power on their own, maintaining clean environment in and out of their workplace and creating enjoyable life. In particular, the spirit and traits of military officers' wives always putting the country before their families and dedicating themselves solely to the national defense are models of the time for all the women to follow. Well, dear leader, you should tell about the other heroines. Tell about those who suffer in agony because they dare to follow another leader who is more dear to them than even you are, the man Christ Jesus. Tell about the tailless animals that one of your citizens wrote about after escaping from pit prison and from your prison nation. Um, the uh, article goes on quoting a North Korean source. This is either Kim Jong-il or Kim, Kim, Kim Il-sung. Then what made the women the alleged name of sympathy for their frailty, strong enough to overcome untold difficulties and trials optimistically? It is attributable to the leader, Kim Jong-il's, policy to hold the women in social respect, true to the intention of President Kim Il-sung, who empowered them to have equal political rights and freedom with the men by adopting the law on sex equality. Hmm. End of that quote. Is it possible that one who is known the world over for depriving millions of their rights speaks of the equality of the genders? We've heard it all before. Russia, Eastern Europe, China, Cuba. But the dear people of North Korea have been brainwashed so long that many of them really believe this man. I suppose most of them believe the Kims. Oh, pray. Pray for this dark place. God truly is able to change things. And whatever he says to you to do, go ahead and do it. Well, that's all for this time. Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, Sundays with North Korea. I, I do pray that you will continue on in prayer. Don't forget the scripture we started with in Psalm 71, verse 1. In you, O Lord, a North Korean, I'm sure, prays this regularity in you with regularity in you O Lord I have taken refuge let me never be put to shame oh God may it be so may it be so put to shame those who dishonor your people but may your people rise up and be be sh shame 
free, respected, honored as they stand up in the midst of all this cruelty. They stand up for Jesus. Oh, honor your people, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.